welcome everybody to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan. And I'm Kay. And I'm thrilled that I've remembered to say who I am. I know. I you normally forget. <laughs> I normally break off into a spiel and before I know it, we're nearly out the door on our lovely walk because that's what we're about here, the Bakery Bears radio show. Yes, we head out for a lovely walk and we talk about something hopefully interesting. Hopefully. Now, today what we thought it would be good to do because it's our first proper show of 2021 mm. and so we thought because we know how much you guys enjoyed it when we spoke about books on the famous episode from Fenton's Abbey oh gosh where there was tractors and lorries that and was <laughs> joyful it was like central London well we thought we should do a follow-up because that was our top five books but we've also read and listened to a lot of books last year and actually it might be a good thing to do first show mm. of every year to talk yeah. about our best and worst books of the year before mm. because sometimes when you read a book now you might not have any but no, I, said, I was just trying to think i don't think i have but i do I'll have a think i've got i've got oh, some right. i've got okay. some worse ones i had a bad year for books last year but right. we'll get into that in a minute so what we're going to do is we're going to get out for our lovely walk in the frosty well it's not that frosty actually is it not no it's was, been really I icy lately but it seems to have thawed doesn't it so. yeah i mean it was cold again last night and yeah. you know it, the, the pavements looked like it had frozen hard fast. Right. So it wasn't like damp, skiddy business. Right. So hopefully okay. we should be okay, but you have my hand. Okay. Together we'll get through it. So we'll get out, get on our walk, we'll see you in a minute. Oh, that actually, that is a chilly little breeze there. I know, There's I still snow down. I didn't put a cowl on, but I'll be okay. Once we get one look, it's, I mean, it's, it's sort of like this the majority of the way. Mm -hmm. It doesn't help you at home, does it? Sat there wondering so, yeah, it's what like it's pointing this. to. <laughs> <laughs> this is a radio show, not a video show. Yeah, oh, it's just been dreadful this last week. We've just had ice really bad. You know, yeah. the pavements have literally just been like glass. Yeah. And I haven't been able to get out for my walks. And it's just really been bad for my brain. Yeah. I, I don't think I really quite realised the good it does me to get yeah. out for a walk. I've just been terrible. My anxiety has been absolutely raging. Um, but I got out yesterday and had a lovely long walk and that was great. So, And I'm here again today with you all. And me. And you. And little me. And I'm holding Dan's hand just in case we hit any um, skiddy patches. I mean, if you look, actually, that's even... That's defrosted the, since this morning. Yeah, in the sun. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the shady bits, isn't it? But we shall take care. And this also, I think, is an opportune moment to uh, to just have a quick talk about shoes. Oh, God, that's another nightmare I've had. Because I know through, and Kay knows how stressed I get when Walking I have to... shoes we're talking about, aren't we? Well, yeah. Now, I'm obviously um, a runner and... You know, Kay laughs, she, uh, historically you've sort of chuckled at me a little bit with the amount of stress that mm -hmm. I've gone to mm -hmm. when a brand of shoes has maybe stopped mm -hmm. or things have changed and I've had to find new shoes. Mm -hmm. And sadly for Kay, she's just had to go through a similar uh, Yeah, and I haven't, I haven't solved the problem as yet. I've been wearing for the past so year probably. I reckon I've had these shoes a year yeah, now. Yeah. I wear a fell running shoe, which sounds ridiculous because I obviously just walk, but I wear them for the grip. Yeah. And 
they've been great. They were these Adidas ones. Adidas Terex. Yeah, Adidas Terex. So these these ones I'm wearing right now, actually, I'm still wearing them, even though on the sole there is there is a lot of wear. Yeah. I ordered some more Adidas Terex. Should have been the exact same shoe. Yeah. Hey, well, it's not the exact same shoe fit me terrible and I actually kept them thinking I'd break them in yeah. and I had two walks with them and yeah. I was nearly crippled it was just awful so it's such a shame I got home when and I just kind things threw for them no in reason. a corner oh. and said to Dan well Bryony can maybe wear them because she's the same shoe size as me but she tried them on yesterday and we didn't say anything about no. them to her no. we didn't want to influence her no. she said exactly the same thing she yeah. said they were really tight across the foot yeah. and yet loose on the heel so that's a load of money wasted it's so um, frustrating when companies yeah. take something that is you know successful and works and thinks oh i know what we'll do we'll try and improve it and yeah. they make it worse yeah. but you know looking at the soles on those you've got another six months in them i think well maybe i mean there's it has worn completely on the ball of my foot hasn't it yeah, the, I mean, the tread has worn completely down. It's not holes or anything like that. No, no. As long as it's not slippy, I'm okay in these. Because I'm just, I'm just, and then I did, but then no, I did order another pair, didn't I? Yeah, and they were. Rubbish. I had a look on the website and ordered another pair, and I tried Nike. Different brand, yeah. Nike this time, yeah. And they came, and they were awful as well for lot for different reasons. So I've actually sent those back. Yeah. So, and given in for the time being. I think, you know, given how the seasons normally go here, I, I think you'll be fine until March with those. Yeah. And then you can walk through the summer in your usual ones. Yeah, I have some sort of summer walking shoes, which are lovely. But, um, and then we can hopefully address the situation. Hopefully address it when maybe I can get into a shop to try some on. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's... that's the problem at the moment, isn't it? We just can't go into shops to try on. No. I've always found, though, that even though... Just where we are, I think we'd have to go to a bigger centre, maybe Metro Centre in yeah, Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, it'd have to be a bigger shop because we've not got any here. No, there's only one and the, the, the amount of stock they've got. Do you find that as well when you go in shops, wherever you are? I mean, if you're lucky and you know, you're know you in a larger sort of area, you'll no doubt have a, a big shop that'll have lots of choice. But I certainly found that you know when it comes to buying trainers and running shoes and things like that, there's only one shop and the stock levels are the terrible. Rubbish, yeah, and then... You know, as for you, they generally won't have your size no, either because no. he's such a big size. Yes. Oh, the dilemmas. And you would have thought, wouldn't you, that that would have changed in the course of my lifetime. You would have thought that, because my feet have been the size they are since I was probably 18. Yeah. And I still have the same hassles now yeah. that I had when I was 18. Yeah, I mean, it is still unusual. A size 14 is still unusual. People aren't getting bigger. People are getting bigger, but still, a 14 is very large for <laughs> a man. I think the average man probably is about a 10, I would say. But look, we're here to talk about some books. Yeah. So, did you read anything good last year? Or, of course, listen to anything good? Well, I did, and it was actually mainly listening. Right. I've listened to a lot of audiobooks. Right last year yeah and i really enjoyed them i've struggled to actually physically read new books i've been going back and reading old books but yeah. anyway listening yeah i've been listening to one particular author right and i've listened to almost every book that she's written wow 
And you love them is, all? Yeah, and I love them all. Amazing. And there's an author called Ali McNamara. Right. And she writes books. They're, they're very easy reads, you yeah. know. There's nothing taxing about them at all. Yeah. But they've all got this kind of element of magic about uh. them. And I just found that really intriguing. You know, yeah. like one of them had sort of ghosts in it. One of them sort of kept going back in time right. um, through these sort of uh, paintings and embroideries. Right. That sounds really weird, but when you read it, you'll, you'll see what I mean. And I loved that. And I could imagine actually only one of them being a film. When I was listening to them, it was kind of like I was watching a film. Right. And they were really, really good, so... What a brilliant job the author's done, because I'd be willing to bet that, you know, there'd be so many authors who write in the hope that they might create something that could be turned into a movie. Yeah. But if you've been reading something and it's felt like a movie, my goodness, the author's done a good job in yeah. creating... Hiya, Steve. Has done a good job in creating, you know, a, a live and real environment. Yeah. That's tremendous. Yeah, definitely. The first one that I read was, um, I can't remember the exact title, but it was something about secrets and cockle shell bay. Right. You'll see when you feel like look them up. And I loved that one. Right. And that one involved the going back in time thing. Right. And, you know, these paintings kept appearing and embroideries. And then when these two people looked at them, the painting and the embroidery, they sort of went back in time and saw what happened right. in this little village sort yeah. of 50 years ago. Yeah. It was it was lovely and really interesting. Are they in chronological order or can you read them in any uh, order? No, you can read them in any order. Two or three Let's of just them. Just be careful here. I am being careful. I'm not being yeah. down this bit. This is a notoriously slippy yeah, bit that we're walking is. down. Just approaching a... Uh, a railway bridge. But it's all in the shade, yeah. so it, you know, it doesn't tend can be to... a night. Whoa. Yeah, as I just... <laughs> I'm oh, I'm so sick of it, honestly. I'm glad I got I these shoes on, I tell you. I can't tell you how fed up I am. I think we're <laughs> all right then, yeah. I absolutely loathe January. I just... So you can read them in any order, though? <sighs> yeah, so you can read them in any order. Two or three, I think three of them, are based in this same village in Cornwall called St Felix. Right. But, and they refer, you know, the, the same characters are referenced. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know that I read them in the order they were written. Right. And I don't think that really makes a difference. It certainly didn't to me. Right. So how many have you read now? Five or six. Wow. There are some, I think two or three of her very early ones. It might have been the first three that she wrote. Yeah. I haven't read those yet, and I did start to listen to one of them, but they're kind of different. Right. And they've got titles that are a bit like Notting Hill and Love right. Actually. Right. Um, but I haven't started to listen to those. I think because I'd listened to so many back to back, yeah. I just thought, oh, I'll have a break. And it was getting close to Christmas, and I wanted to listen to Winter Solstice again. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what I did. But they were lovely stories. Right. And I just really got engrossed in them and it took me away from where I was kind that of thing so in my head. And I, I really, really enjoyed them. I definitely recommend them and I will listen to them again. Right. I'll definitely listen to them again. So you, you use Audible, don't you? Yeah. And you've used your credits because you pay monthly, don't I you? I pay monthly. I think I pay 7 99 a yeah, month. Yeah, I think that's right. And then you get how many credits a month? You get one a month. 
So once you've got that book, it's yours forever? Yes. Right. And cool. most, bo most books, actually, when you look them up on Amazon, they're usually about £20. Where? Unless it's sort of like a really old one that yeah. they might be doing an offer on. Yeah. So I feel like it's good value. Yeah. My credits do tend to build up. Do you know if I'm listening to, for example, Winter Solstice again? Yeah might take me a couple of months to listen to, so they do build up a little bit, but do that's you, fine. Do you have any more of these books written by this lady to go at now? If you, is well, that just, all of them? No, like I said, I, didn't, I haven't listened to the first couple that she wrote. Which might not be quite the same, might they, if I she was just finding like her feet? I feel like they're quite the same no. somehow, although they did get really good reviews, so right. it might be that I just had listened to enough for the time being and yeah. I'll go back. Give it a go. And give them a go, yeah. Well, that's just great. I mean, I'm thrilled that you've found an author that you've really latched onto and loved. Yeah, they were all lovely. There was one called something like Rainbows. It had rainbows in the title. Yeah. And that involved a, a woman who inherited a castle. Right. And it was sort of like a failing business. Right. And she came in and was trying to resurrect it, and she had a young um, son. Yeah. And it was just really interesting and there was ghosts involved in that one, but friendly. Yeah. Not nothing scary or anything like that. No. It was all really light-hearted and friendly. So they just sound like lovely books yeah, to me. Yeah, they are really just lovely stories. I suspect. Well written, nice characters. People at yeah. home might enjoy them then. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a terrible year for books. Uh, yeah, you have mentioned things through the year. I don't really know quite what the problem has been because I obviously went through a period of reading sort of beach novels. <laughs> Chicklets. And, and I, I wonder if I should if I should attempt going you see, I think what happened was I can't recall exactly how things played out, but I'm pretty sure I kept reading novels from a particular author when they were coming out. Right. So these ones that I'd read in this particular year, so I, I read the, oh, the Oliphant one there. Oh, yes. Oh. Eleanor Oliphant. Yeah, that, that's the one which I really enjoyed. I'm not sure if that author's brought out another one, so maybe I should have a look. But I also read one called Friend Request, oh, which yeah. was, which was great. It was about, it was sort of like a murder mystery mm. thing where someone had a friend request from someone they'd not spoken to in years. And Always fatal. Yeah, I think that was, might be Laura Marshall right there, but I can't be completely certain. What I am sure of is that I looked up other books by the same author and I think I had a couple of total duds right. that, that made me think, right, I need to look elsewhere. Yeah. So the first thing that I sort of latched onto was, I think it's called The Thursday the Thursday Evening Murder Club or something or other, something like the that. The Richard Osman one. Yes, I'll yeah. list it in the show notes, obviously. Should we follow the path and then go left? Because yeah. I'm just a bit bothered by that. And Shiny patch. Yeah. And do you know what? I mean, it's a really well-written book and it's really well-researched. And it's about collection of people who live in a retirement village yeah. and they are all people with histories as is everybody yeah so you know one of them 
I think ends up being something like a pathologist. Ah. But you don't you don't know this at the start. Another one worked in the Secret Service in World War Two. Cool. And and the list just goes on. There was another one that was a nurse. You know, really sort of top yeah, end yeah. nurse. And then and as the story sort of unfolds, you find out more and more of people's backstories, mm. which is lovely. You know, it's all really lovely. It's got such a strong message because I think people, as they get older, sometimes get neglected is the wrong word. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where people think, oh, they're older and, you know, they're... I'm sure Richard Osman was trying to prove a point because he certainly did to me. And that is, you know, these amazing people, people like my mum and your mum, mm. you know, they've got stories to tell and, yeah. and you know, interesting lives to um, unravel. And, you know, the story was great and everything was great, but do you know what? It just didn't grab me, not even a bit. Gosh, and I've heard so many people say they loved it as well. And I can understand why, because it's lovely, it's just written lovely. Mm. And but I can't fault it, but it, it didn't have me turning the page. Do you think it's more of a female novel? Because the people I've heard, thinking about it, the people I've heard who said loved it are female. It might be, but when you think I spent a year reading books yeah. written for yeah. ladies, and loved every one of them. Mm. I've never read a... I don't think I've ever read a book that I would say is anything like it. Mm. And that's that's for good reasons, because of the subject matter, and, you know, that's also for bad reasons, because I just would have expected... Just, you know, when you know of Richard Osman, and, you know, he seems like a very interesting chap. He's on a TV mm. show in he the UK. He does a few, actually, doesn't he, now? Yeah. He started on... Pointless. Yeah, which I'm, as probably appears yeah. globally on... Yeah, I'd have thought. <clears throat> on different Sky, well, cable channels, whatever yeah. you call it, wherever yeah. you are. And, you know, he, he does seem fun and really cool. And I think that's then what led me to expect more of his personality to yeah. shine through within the book. And it just didn't. Right. Which, you know, has been a real, a a real letdown. You, though, have been reading to our daughter. Oh, I have. You've decided it's time for that rite of passage. Yes. I've been reading, and we're almost finished. We're about 94% of the first book. I've been reading Clan of the Cave Bear to Bryony. And I hesitated to do it. I mean, she's 15 now, so, you know, teenager, but fairly worldly-wise, you know, if you know what I mean, at that age. But still, I knew what was in it at certain points, and I was a bit cautious. But I really just wanted her to experience the story. Yeah. And the characters and the feelings that I get from reading it. Yeah. And I just skipped bits. <laughs> there were certain bits that, you know, I just felt really uncomfortable reading out loud to start with, <laughs> alone to my daughter. So I just skipped it and she laughed about it. And I kind of described to her in a few words what that little bit was about. Yeah. And she got it, you know, she laughed and we moved on. But generally, you know, it's fine to read to her. Yeah. I've not had an issue. No. And we're almost finished, so we'll move on to the second one, which actually is my favourite. Cool. That's exciting. Yeah, it's the best book out of the series, I think. I think there's seven altogether in the series, but the second one's the best one, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it's, 
so interesting that you have been doing that because I also decided that last year I had tried before a little bit but I, I, I don't know why I stopped I think it was too scary for her which is funny because it's Redwall and right. I've read to her over the course of the last 12 months I think I've read all of the Redwall books that I felt were any good mm -hmm. and it was so lovely to experience that with her yeah it's been the same for me because yeah. as you know and i probably mentioned on here at some point i constantly refer to ayla in clan well, of the cave clan of the cave they came up in our top five books oh, of all right. time yeah Fountains. you know i'm always talking about her just in daily life yeah i'll say oh you know what ayla would do or oh yes but ayla did this and you know i'm always mentioning her so yeah. it's brilliant now that bryony knows knows the story you know yeah. and she understands and she knows the characters and it's brilliant and we've, we've, it's great making that kind of connection with her. Yeah. And again, in the second book, there's even more sort of sections that I'm going to have to skip. Right. But that's fine, yeah. you know. Yeah. We just giggle about it and, <laughs> and skip on to the next bit. Another book which I read, and I've only finished quite recently, was one called V2. Right. By Robert Harris. That sounds like it'll be wary. Is now, it wary? You read, you I read did Conclave. Read, I did. I loved it. By Robert Harris. I did Conclave. I absolutely loved that book. It's a short, fairly short book, and it's all about the choosing of a new pope, and that happens in Conclave. Yeah. And it was just brilliant. I loved it. Yeah. Really interesting. You know, if you're interested about what actually goes on during that then I think you'll find it fascinating. I wonder when you read that. Hmm, it wasn't, it wasn't last year, probably right. 2019. Right. Yeah, I would well, say. I've read absolutely loads of Robert Harris books and I've loved all of them. Yeah. And I honestly thought this could not be better for me oh. because, I mean, I, I'm not a war film person and no. I've not read an awful lot. I did a few years ago, I read quite a lot about World War II but it's not a subject I prefer old. If I'm going to read what I would sort of feel as a history book, yeah. I prefer it was a bit older. Mm. I know it's historical fiction, but anyway, I just thought, do you know what? I'm really interested in this because of the links between the V2 rocket and then the space program in America. Right. And so I thought, do you know what? I'm going to give it a go. And the other reason why I read it is because the lead character in it is called Kay. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. How I mean, that's, and this is quite slippy here, actually. I just need to change that. Just be careful. How funny is that? That's really sweet. It's quite unusual. You don't often meet another K. Well, I just wonder if, because this book was set in 1945. Oh, right. And well, so... My mum always told me that she named me after an actress. Right. So that might... I wonder if it's an older name. Well, my name, my middle name is Francis, right. and my mum wanted to actually call me Francis Kay. Right. But she doesn't like names that can be shortened. 
So that's why she switched it around and called me Kay Francis. And my mum always calls me Kay Francis. What would and you my brother does it as Francis well, and I loathe it because I'm not keen on Francis as a name, to be honest. But I'm not certain. Francis, Fran. Oh, okay. Um, Frankie, some people Ooh. call. I used to work <laughs> with somebody who was Francis and they called her Frankie. Let me but test this out. Fran is usually the. Yeah, Fran. Of course. Yeah, it's and fine. yeah, it's fine. so I might have been Fran Jones. <laughs> well, it's nearly like yours. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's it's Fran it's and Dan, Dan Jones. and Fran. Oh my word, that would have been hilarious. I don't think I could have married you. <laughs> oh gosh, that's so funny. I've never thought about that. Oh my goodness. Well, I read this V2 book, and you know, I read it and I, I enjoyed it. But again, unlike previous Robert Harris books, they just didn't grab me. It just right. didn't grab me. And it's made me start to wonder if it's me. Well, I thought that as well last year because I struggled right. to read anything new. Right. And I've heard a lot of people say that actually. So right. maybe it was just the year. The world situation. Yes. Is Could well have been. And also, I, I do like to browse around a bookshop right and then what because what i'll do is we'll go i'll go to a bookshop i'll browse around oh, this is shocking i'll find this is shocking yeah because i do what you're doing <laughs> well i browse around and i might yeah. see a load of stuff i like make a note of it and then you know get them on audible or whatever yeah but of course we can't do that and <laughs> no what, what what i mean by what's shocking and this is something i can't remember if, if we touched on this in our top five books i'm not sure if we did or not i really do believe and I wish that when you bought the physical book, you got a download. Got a download, but the, for the for the oh, digital for the Kindle, copy. for a, like a yes, yeah, for, for, the, for the digital copy. I'm not saying the audio because that no, obviously that's very expensive. It to is, do. it is. But for the the written word, I do find it frustrating because I would do that for every book yeah, that I read because yeah. I'm a lover of real books i am too yeah. so it does upset me a little bit that i find myself doing something similar to you in mm. that you go into waterstones it normally is for us yeah browse around find a list of books that you fancy yeah and then go home and buy them on on digital on digital yeah which just because i want to preserve bookshops and well so do i yeah so do i but then the convenience for us because we only read don't we in bed at night time and it's just the, it's brilliant the, is that the, 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 yeah. the kindle's nighttime reading setting it's very good it's yeah. superb so it you can read in the dark and it doesn't yeah it's tremendous and it doesn't stop me going to sleep no. you know so it's that kind of light it's not the, like the light from a phone or an ipad i've got to say as well with a, like a really good fiction book i find it quite engrossing when it's all blackness apart from the book there in front of you there's no distractions yeah, yeah. so i read v2 and i finished it and i really enjoyed it oh, right. i really enjoyed it but i had to force myself to read it right i just i, I didn't find myself interested enough to keep turning the page yeah. i'm but something interesting has happened just in the last Ooh, a few weeks. Now that really did feel slippy. Yeah, there's some very slippy patches. I got a book, and I think I mentioned this to you. It was last year, and it's by Robert Harris, uh -huh. and it's called Second Sleep. Right. And I stopped reading it 
because it was freaking me out so much. Oh, right, okay. And the reason why it was freaking me out was because it was hinting. It starts off and you think that it is uh, 14th, well, 15th century England. Mm. Oh, I remember yes. this. But, I mean, it, th there's an unbelievable sequence in it. You know, you, 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 you're well into the book. It sounds like a you know religious man has been sent out mm. into his diocese in 15th century England mm -hmm. to go and undertake a funeral of yeah. another religious guy who's died yeah. and he's in the process of doing some research in his study uh -huh. in his library and he finds an iPhone <laughs> And it doesn't say it's an iPhone. Nice. He says it's, you know, he describes it as like a black, shiny thing with, with an apple with a chunk bit in it on the back of it. <laughs> and I remember when I read it, I was like, what? oh my goodness. And what the book is clearly going to be about, and some of you may well have read this, and I'm a good way, and I've read it again from the start, and it's not freaking me out now. And right. what bothers me is... <laughs> It's not freaking me out because of the world events of last year. Yeah. I feel like I've been semi-acclimatised. Um, I know, to living <laughs> in some kind of alternate universe. Yes, yes. Yeah. But, you know, I do have to say that this book is gripping and it's making me want to turn the page and it's making me want to oh, find out good. more. Yeah, yeah, it's good, but I'm perturbing in another yeah. sense. reading something at night at the moment and I'm rereading a book again that I've read numerous times but I haven't read it for years right. and I just couldn't think of what I wanted to read so I just thought oh do you know what I'm just going to reread that again and I'm really enjoying it and it's it's actually a book by Daniel Steele right. now Daniel Steele probably everybody will know has just been around forever yeah. and she churns books out like nobody's business right and they're, they're very formulaic and you know what you're going to get. That's a good thing sometimes. Yeah, well, yes it is. And, oh, this bit looks very tricky. Yeah, I'm let's just careful. study. I mean, I think it might look worse than it is, but yeah, you just, just never know. Yeah, I'm just cautious because yeah, it's been yeah, yeah. so bad. Um, but this, and I have read a lot of Daniel Steele in the past, probably 20 years ago, I read tons of her books. But this particular one, I just loved, and I've read about five times now. Right. And it's called The Ghost. And I did actually try to get it on Audible. Right. But it's not there, I couldn't find Crazy. that it's ever been done. Goodness. I know, well I searched around and couldn't find, the only way I could find it was on CD. Oh. Or, you know, like an audiobook on CD, which... You know, that's no good, really. Well, um, I could get oh, that geez, onto... Oh, Louise, this is... It is dodgy. I could, if you got the CD, I could get it onto your phone for you. Right. So if it's something that you, you well, know, you'd like... maybe I'll do that. I'll maybe listen to a bit of it if I can, because, you know, the narrator's got to be right for me. But anyway, I just thought, right, OK, well, I'll just read it on my Kindle, because I'd already got it on there. Yeah. And I'm just loving it. It's a fantastic story again, you know, yeah. I just, I do really like books that have a really good and interesting story with lovely characters. Yeah. And this one does, and this is another one where actually it, at a point in the book it jumps back in time and starts telling you the story of this other person. Right. 
and it'll keep sort of switching back and forth because this the main character in it is actually reading the diaries of this woman right. that lived in the late 1700s right. so it sort of flicks back and forth yeah but it's really good and it's it, it, you know, it's just such a comforting, lovely read. So I would definitely recommend that if you like that kind of that kind of a story. You know, that's not again, it's not taxing, yeah. but it just it's very engaging. I find I find it very engaging. That's great. You know, yeah. I mean, when you've got like a classic like that, yeah. And and I'm all for. In fact, I would say I like authors where you know what you're going to get. Because w- w- then you can confidently buy one of their books, yeah. and you know what you're going to get. It's you know not like, oh my goodness, yeah. am I going to hate this? Is it going to be, you know, something completely yeah. different? An author which I've historically loved over the years is Con Ingledon. Yeah. And I've read all his Roman books. I've read all his Genghis Khan books. I've read. I'm sure, oh yeah, 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 there's one about the Wars of the Roses, which was fine, it wasn't great, but then he brought out a book just towards the end of last year, all about Greece. Right. And I thought, this is going to be great. It's called The Gates of Athens. Yeah. Do you know what? It's rubbish. I just so was not engaging with that book. Right. And you know, half of the issue was, and you say this all the time, and this isn't his fault, if it was me, I would have done something about it and I'd have shortened them. Greek names tend to be long. Oh, goodness, yeah. The, the, the people. Yes. And I just couldn't say the words. No. And it's funny, when you read, do you kind of read, do you talk it in your head? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And I think not everybody does that. Because right. I know some people can like speed read, don't they? Yeah. And I don't do that, but I, when I read, it's like I'm talking in my head. Yeah. That's funny, actually, thinking about it. You presume that everybody's the same, and I wonder if you are. I mean, is that what you do? I do. But I was asking everybody out there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> well, because I couldn't say the names, yeah. I couldn't engage with the characters. No, no, I agree. And so I had to put the book down. Right. I, I just wasn't getting the story. Yeah, yeah. And also, it just wasn't getting anywhere. No. You know, sometimes people take so long a to book, set things yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, a book has to grab me within the first five pages, and if it doesn't, then I won't carry on. Yeah, I mean, I think a good tactic with, with a book sometimes is have, have a real rip-roaring start and then pull it back yeah. and start building up the, you know, the sort of character... Um, side of things. Yeah. So yeah, I've got to say I was highly disappointed at that because I honestly thought, con to the rescue, mm-hmm. everything's mm-hmm. going to be fine. The book I'm actually reading at bedtime, mm. would you believe, years ago, I watched, and it was funny because in, in this 12-month period, two films came out telling the same, exactly the same story. One starring Kevin Costner and the other starring Kurt Russell. Right. And I saw both of the films, and I didn't like the Kurt Russell one, I love the Kevin Costner one. And the films are about Wyatt Earp. Oh, right. And recently, I think it was on the telly, or I don't know why I sort of got lit up to it, but I watched the film again. I actually ended up watching both of them again, (laughs) just to see if I'd been right or wrong about the Kurt Russell one, and the Kurt Russell one was a bit rubbish. I thought, do you know what, I'm going to buy... A biography of him, mm. and that's what I'm reading at bedtime, and I'm really loving it. Nice. 
It's really interesting. It really plonks you in tombstone. Right. Slap bang in. Is it a know, real place, tombstone? Yeah. Ah. I mean, I don't know what the deal is now with it. I suspect it's probably become part of a bigger city. I don't right. know. Right. But um, I feel like I'm there. Yeah. It's so well described. Oh, and you know, seeing the, the there's pictures of of all the sort of different characters and mm. actually seeing them in real life. And the thing that stunned me about reading this book is how close to I'm reading the book and it feels like I'm watching the Kevin Costa film again. Mm. So Ke the Kevin Costa film, he's clearly tried to do something as close to factual as he could. Right. I bought a book for Bryony recently that I think looks really good. And it's a young adult book. Yeah. And to, but to be honest, I think I would read it. Yeah. And it's just been made into a Netflix right. sort of like series. And it's called Dash and Lily's Book of Dares. Right. And I started watching it on Netflix just to see whether I thought Bryony would like it. And yeah. I think she will. I think she'll love it. Right. So I went and bought the book for Christmas as well. Cool. It just, it looks, it's, there's two teenagers and uh, one of them finds this notebook in a bookshop. Yeah. They both love books. Yeah. One of them finds this notebook and there's like this note written in, in it, inside it right. from this other person. Right. Saying, oh, do you want to take the dare and do this thing? And then they do that and then they have to leave the book somewhere else and another note appears and it's just, it seems really good. Yeah. The characters seem fun. Yeah. So it's definitely a good one if you've got teenagers. Well, do you know, I it's, think a they'd like it. it's a funny thing, isn't it, about book genres? Because you could say the same with regards to a lot of the books I was reading recently that were written for a female audience. Yeah. Or at least that's how they're sold to you. Mm. If you were to take that sort of, you said, what did you say is it's a young adult book? Young adult, yeah. So is Harry Potter. I know. And uh, well, how many, sure how many older young... people? Yeah, I mean, it's young adult, but I would say Harry Potter's more like eight to whatever. So even younger? Even younger. But how many say. adults read it? Oh, yeah, I know. I know. So but I think... to be honest, I think the later Harry Potter books, they're very dark, and I yeah. wouldn't want an eight-year-old personally to read those. No. The first couple are fine. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's all judgment, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's I mean, your own judgment. It absolutely is. And... I suppose what I would say to anyone is if you're, well, of course, how do you go and browse around? Of course, <laughs> the great thing on the digital ones is you can get samples, can't you? Yes, you can. You can get, you can download a sample. But, and I do that very often, but it can take forever. Yeah, I mean, I, I really do think, you know, the, the advice that I would give to anybody is, because I certainly fell into this trap, and that is, don't not pick a book up because it's in a particular section. No, absolutely. Because, you know, I had a year of great reads just through going to the ladies' section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, I agree, and I, you know, I would... I've read, you know, I've read the Harry Potter books, I've read books that are you know, meant to be for a younger audience and love them. And conversely, I've read a Robert Harris book, which you wouldn't think of that as being a particularly female audience, would you? Well, it's definitely more, you know... It's more masculine, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's great that you read that book, because, mm. I mean, it's funny because I haven't read that book. 
gosh, you would really like it. You should read it. So really, well, I think you would find it a quick read. It's funny because I don't know why, but I think when you've read a book and you can tell me about it. I know. Strange that. It's the same thing because I could have read a few of the ones you've read. Yeah, but then I've told you but about you it. But you told me about it, yeah. so yeah, I don't feel like I need to. No. Yeah. I do really want to this year and I need to... God, so silly, but... I mean, we, we do read a lot. And Bryony reads tons. Way more than we do. She does. She's I mean, an absolute bookworm, which is brilliant. And she, yeah, she's fantastic with it because none of, well, there's one friend who reads, but apart from that, they all kind of make fun of her yeah. because she reads books. And she's defiant about it, you know. She, yeah, yeah. She'll say, look, you're the ones that are missing out because you don't read. Yeah. It's not the other way around. Well, it's right. And she's like, you know, reading books is the best thing in the world. And, yeah. you know, you should all do it. It's how you exercise your mind. Yeah. There's and nothing, that's so important. There is nothing better no. than sitting down with a, with a book, yeah. you know, to just disappear into that world. And inevitably you'll learn something either about the world or yourself. Yes. So it doesn't so, matter what book it is, really, just because no. you're sat down and you're reading. Because I think a lot of people think, oh, well, well, I won't do that because all I'm going to read is like well, I think that a lot. journey literature. Yeah, I know, I think that. I think, well, but you know, I don't really read anything of any substance. Doesn't I, matter. I don't think it, no, I've come to realise this year, it doesn't matter. If I'm engaged and I'm enjoying it and, and you're it's making relaxing your brain my brain yeah. and maybe helping me with an anxious day or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Whatever reason you read, I, th I don't think it matters. As no. long as you're reading, I don't think it matters what you read. Well, what I'm really wanting to do this year, and I think I'll be able to now, now we've got through that sort of busy Christmas period and we're into the new year, is I've, I wanna, historically I've read on an afternoon, mm. Oh yeah, about you do sort late of six, six o'clock-ish. You read yeah. for about twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah, and normally what I do there is I normally read because my the books I love are historic, you know, proper history books. And I've bought you a few for Christmas. You have. Didn't I've got I? loads of great yeah. ones. And you know, to be fair, I've read a lot of great history books last year, which I've not delved into. I'll maybe talk yeah. about those some other time. I mean, if anyone wants a quick recommendation, I've just started reading, which I did start before. And I stopped, not because it was bad, but because I was reading it at bedtime. This right. is before I went onto the Kindle. That's how long ago it is. Yeah. It's Rubicon. All oh, right. By, it's not, oh, Tom Holland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's just tremendous. It's an absolutely brilliant book. We've made it back. We made it home. 2.03. 2.03 miles. Perfect. I like to do at least two miles a day. So does that yeah. feel good? Do you feel Yeah, well, good? yeah, I'm glad to have got out. Great. Definitely. And you were grateful for my hand. I was. Yes. So we'll get in the door, folks. Into the warm. Thank you. I'm sorry, I was going to do know, that. We're, we're all squashed on the doormat, yes, yes. so let me <laughs> take my shoes off. Well, folks, it's been wonderful to see you. We hope you're all really well, and we hope we've given you a few good ideas there for some potential reading for yes. 2021. And, you know, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in two weeks for more. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears Radio Show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. 
find out how you can join our Baker Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.